0: Hey everyone, this is Josh Sanchez, host of the Swoop Radio podcast on Anchor.fm, a sports podcast that focuses on the NBA, MLB, NHL, and the NFL, as well as the college game. What Swoop Radio does is he gives up-to-date information on what's going on with all the leagues and the college game, and also puts his little twist on it and his opinions on it. But if you guys have any disagreements or agree with a point with what Josh is saying, feel free to call into the station at Anchor Voice Messages, and you guys might even be put on a future episode. But you can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. You can also check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Instagram. At Swoop Radio underscore, that is Swoop Radio underscore. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez, and for those that are listening to the podcast, I have been ranking the major championships from each sports league. This is now my third week of doing it, and now I'm going to do the NFL's championships. So I'm going to rank the last 10 Super Bowls, so from 20 10 to 2011 a season that was the green bay packers and the pittsburgh steelers from that super bowl on i apologize i apologize to my new orleans saints fans um i know you guys defeated the colts your super bowl will not be counted for this countdown i am ranking the last 10 super bowls from 10 to 1 so the previous weeks i have been doing I had two weeks ago, I did the MLB. I ranked the past 10 World Series. And last week, I I did the 10 Stanley Cups in hockey. So I really did my research, really dug deep. And it was great. But out of all of them, I'm the most excited about ranking the NFL list. Because unlike the other sports, I mean, other than baseball, arguably... The championship has been the best in football. Uh, especially with basketball, having the Golden State Warriors dominant run, like the those series were were okay, but compared to the other sports, there's nothing like a Super Bowl. And that's what separates the NFL from the others, is that big championship game. So we are going to start from 10 to 1 again. So at number 10, I had to go. With the 2013-2014 season, that was the Super Bowl where the Seattle Seahawks annihilated the Denver Broncos. When I say annihilated, it was not even close. <laughs> the score was 43 to 8, and literally from like the first snap, I knew that this game was going to be over. Peyton Manning came in, he had a excellent season, threw for 56 passing touchdowns. It was the number one defense versus the number one offense. And clearly, the number one defense just dominated and completely annihilated the, the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos could not stop Russell Wilson in a high-powered offense. And to make matters worse, that's the, that, that Seahawks defense with Richard Sherman and that Legion of Boom led by Richard Sherman... It was just different. He the team had just a different pulse. And that's the reason why the Seattle Seahawks were champions. The defense was just amazing. And throughout the NFL and throughout NFL history, in whenever there's been a Super Bowl with the number one offense versus the number one defense, usually the defense annihilates the offense. But we saw last season that statistics can be broken but that was the number 10 super bowl and honestly but these like the next one i mentioned you can even put them that one as the bottom one both of these games were horrible i was doing homework during these games these were the only two super bowls i was doing homework i remember i turned off i when seattle was up at least like 22 to nothing i was like yeah i'm done i can't watch this so I literally turned it off. I was like, "Seattle's gonna be Super Bowl champions, easy." I mean, I, I I took Seattle in that game, so I'm like, "I'm sitting here, good. I I made my money, great." At number nine, I got to go with the 2018-2019 season. That was Tom Brady's sixth Super Bowl with the New England Patriots. They defeated the Rams 13 to three, and this this whole that Super Bowl was just so boring. So many punts, it was brutal to watch. I mean, it was great defense. The Patriots' defense was great. That was Super Bowl, where I will say Bill Belichick won the Patriots that Super Bowl. And the year prior, you had a bunch of offense between the Eagles and the Patriots combining for over 70 points. To have the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever that following season, it was awful. It was boring. I was doing homework during the Super Bowl, I remember I had a couple drinks. In the first quarter, I was like, okay, maybe we might get a good game. We'll see Brady win six, or maybe Rams pull it off. I I can't stand the Rams. I just just can't. I think their fans are fake. And uh, I think Sean McVay gets too much credit, and Doug Peterson should get more credit. But that's another topic for another day. The game was a snooze fest. Very boring, just like the 2014 Super Bowl with Seattle and Denver. Completely boring. Patriots win. The reason why I have that Super Bowl ahead of Seattle was because that was Tom Brady's sixth ring, and we all know in sports that six, the number six is iconic. At number eight, I went with Super Bowl 50, the 2015-2016 series, season between the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers. That was Cam Newton's MVP year. He was riding high. He was dabbing. He was dancing, having a great year. And then Denver came and just, oh, man, the hits he took. Some of those hits definitely should have been flagged for roughing the passer. I believe if Cam Newton was like a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers or like a Peyton Manning, a white quarterback that didn't really run like that, I do believe that there would have been some more roughing the passer penalties because you need – and and Cam Newton really got a, took a beating – in that Super Bowl. And I, and people can say whether or not he should have dove for that ball or not. I honestly think that he should have dove for that ball. I feel like that was a lack of effort on his part. But the Panthers offense was just terrible from start to finish. Ron Miller was an absolute beast. Peyton Manning won his second title, second Super Bowl, one with each team. So that, that put Peyton Manning as a top five quarterback of all time. Five MVPs, two Super Bowls, going the four, winning one on each team. That, that solidified Peyton Manning's greatness at number five, which is why I put, and the game was a little bit more entertaining than the Patriots Rams. That game was literally just a straight punt fest. At least Denver and Carolina, at least they scored a touchdown in this game. So that's why I have Denver and Carolina Super Bowl at number eight. At number seven, I went with the 2011-2012 Super Bowl between the Giants and the New England Patriots. This was another entertaining game, defense, low-scoring game. In all of the Patriots' Super Bowls, the Patriots have never scored in the first quarter. In all their Super Bowls. So whenever the Patriots are in the Super Bowl with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, which is sadly no, no longer going to happen, they never score in the first quarter which is why I always win my bets when the Patriots are in the Super Bowl because I don't bet like I if the Patriots get the ball first, I know that they're not scoring first because that's just that's just what happens in the Super Bowl when the when New England Patriots are in it. So the reason why I have this game at number 7 is because it was a little bit low scoring. It was a back and forth fight uh, fight fest between New York and New England. But the game honestly overall was was a pretty boring game until late both teams were punting a lot in the beginning and it really came down to Eli Manning just being clutch I don't know what it is with him and the Giants whenever they play New England they just they're they're their crimp tonight and Eli Manning had another this this the the first Super Bowl that the Giants won it was the famous David Tyree catch in 2011 2012 it was the mario manningham catch that really put the giants in great position to ice the game and that's what new york did so you got to give credit when credit's due to the giants they did win two super bowls so that was good with them and i have them at number seven at number six the reason why i have this super bowl ahead of the giants super bowl was because this team was down 10 going into the fourth quarter it was the 2019-2020 season, the past Super Bowl. The Chiefs defeated the 49ers 31-20. The Chiefs were down 20-10 to going into the fourth. And then Patrick Mahomes hit a 55 or 60-yard bomb to Tyreek Hill. And that was really the play of the game. Chiefs end up scoring three straight touchdowns. 49ers have no answer. The reason why I have this at number six was again because the Chiefs were down 10 in the fourth quarter. Unlike the Giants, the Giants and Patriots game, it was more like a seesaw back and forth. But the, the Chiefs were legit down. Patrick Mahomes threw a pick late or mid in, in like the midway fourth quarter. And I really thought that the 49ers should have won, but the 49ers, they just couldn't make that key play. The Chiefs defense really held their ground, and the Chiefs won. Their offense is just an high or just a high motor machine. Once they get going, it's bam, bam, bam. All I got to do is ask the Houston Texans up 24 nothing, and then lose 51-24. Like, come on. 50-something to 24. Like, come on, dude. What are you doing? But the Chiefs' Super Bowl was at my number six. And the reason why it's at number six is just because, yeah, they were down 10. But before that, the game was not really as entertaining. There was not really a lot of offense in the beginning of the game. The 49ers defense did a really good job on Patrick Mahomes. And you really saw that being in his first Super Bowl, there was a lot of pressure. You can just tell. That's how it is for a lot of these guys. Like Jared Goff in 2019, he was not ready for a Super Bowl. Cam Newton had an MVP year and was great. But he was nervous. He missed a lot of throws. So, like, it takes a little bit when you play in that first Super Bowl. But the Chiefs are at number six. At number five. I went with the 2010-2011 Super Bowl between the Green Bay Packers and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The reason why I have this Super Bowl ahead of the others was because the Green Bay Packers were the sixth seed, a wild card team, and they remain as the only wild card team to win a Super Bowl in this decade. So let that sink in real quick. The Green Bay Packers, what they did in 2010-2011, is it was something that no wild no other wild card team did during the entire 2010s decade. The Green Bay Packers went in the Philly. The Green Bay Packers, they 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 had a very tough postseason run. And for them to get to the Super Bowl was an was a magic run for Green Bay. And also to beat a Pittsburgh Steelers team that was favored in the game. And the Packers, the Steelers took the lead late in the fourth quarter, but then Green Bay answered, and their defense made a key stop. And also, you got to remember the Steelers—one have won two Super Bowls under Ben Roethlisberger already, whereas Aaron Rodgers—it was a young Aaron Rodgers, he was just getting his feet and getting getting his feet wet and getting ready, and he played great for his first Super Bowl. And it's a shame the Packers have not been back since. But Aaron Rodgers really solidified his greatness in this game as well, being in your first Super Bowl, beating and out Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the Green Bay Packers, you guys are my number five Super Bowl rank of the decade. At number four, I went with the 2017-2018 Philadelphia Eagles, beating the New England Patriots 41-33. This game was... <coughs> Easily the highest scoring game of the decade and the highest scoring Super Bowl of all time. Both team both teams combined for over 1,100 yards. Nick Foles, again, he has a statue in Philly, and I've been telling Eagles fans ever since we won the Super Bowl that is the one jersey that you can wear 50 years from now, and people will still remember nick Foles and how great he was he was shaky against the falcons earlier in the postseason and then the vikings he clicked through for over 400 yards and then in this super bowl against the new england patriots i get it malcolm butler did not play uh bill belichick did decide to sit him but this game was an absolute shootout and uh the stat that a lot of people will not will not really talk about a lot because the patriots did lose in that game Tom Brady threw for over 500 yards in the game. People were talking about, oh, Tom Brady's about to fall off a of cliff. And, oh, I don't know if he can handle it. Tom Brady threw for over 500 yards and was just absolutely torching the Eagles secondary. Because Malcolm Jenkins took out Brandon Cooks literally like on like the second drive the New England Patriots had. And it, But even though Brandon Cooks wasn't there, Edelman was getting open. Hogan was getting open. Burkhead had like a 50-yard catch and run. Then on the Eagles side, you had Jeffrey, you had Clement, you had Nelson Aguilar had nine catches, even though we like to give Nelson Aguilar a hard wrap. I, I, will, I will tell my Eagles fans this. Yes, he is absolutely horrible. But for some reason in 2017 in the Super Bowl, he had nine catches and did not have a big drop. The drive of the game was obviously the New England Patriots scored with Gronk, and they were up, and they had the lead. Philly needed the answer, and Nick Foles and the Eagles delivered. Fourth and one to Ertz, and then they ended up getting a touchdown to Ertz, the go-ahead touchdown. And then the strip sack from Brandon Graham iced it. Jake Elliott field goal. Eagles win their first Super Bowl in franchise history. And the reason why I have three Super Bowls ahead of them, what really hurts is there was not really like the final moments there was not like a there was not like yes there was a hail mary but it was from like the 45 yard line it was there, it, like it was not it was not gonna happen it was i argued it was definitely the best night of my life as an eagles fan i had a whole bottle of henny that night it was great we partied and it was a great time eagles fans don't get discouraged and i put them at number four these other three Super Bowls, though, it came down to a final play, which is why I have them in my top three. At number three, I went with the 2012-2013 Super Bowl between the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers. The Ravens defeated the 49ers 34-31, to and this game, at first, I thought, oh my goodness, the Ravens are just killing the 49ers. This is a blowout. The Ravens literally dominated. Flacco was clicking on all cylinders. I don't know what he did that postseason run. He just hit magic. But ever since then, and he got paid, (laughs) his career just went downhill. But anyway, Flacco and the Ravens completely dominated in the first half. But then the 49ers come steamrolling with Colin Kaepernick. And it came down to the final play. The Ravens defense needed to make a defense that could not stop the 49ers offense for literally two straight quarters you go from a 20 point lead to now you're only up 3 you're only up 3 points it's crazy it came down to a goal line stand the 49ers they needed a, they needed a touchdown for the win and the Baltimore Ravens just got the job done it was a great game from start to finish And the icing on the cake again was that goal line stand. Ray Lewis won his second title. And he goes out on top as one of the best linebackers, whether you like him or not as a person, one of the greatest linebackers of all time. So my next two Super Bowls, very hard to beat because obviously the... The Ravens and San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl, that was a really, that was a classic Super Bowl. But these other two are just a little bit ahead. And my number two is the 2014-2015 season between the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks. The 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 Seattle Seahawks won the previous Super Bowl against Denver and annihilated them. They are coming off of a very physical NFC title game against the 49ers. And it was a classic championship game. That Legion of Boom defense really solidified itself as the one of the greatest defenses of all time. And then you have Tom Brady. And the Patriots were down 10 points going into the fourth quarter. Just like... Just like... Uh, just like the Chiefs. Sorry guys, I was trying to regain my, my thought. And... It's just something about Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. That's this is why he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Something about him in the fourth quarter. I mean, I'm so happy to, I'm so happy as an Eagles fan, I can say that we beat them in the Super Bowl. Cause that, that Super Bowl prior really hurt me. In 04, that really hurt. But to say that like Giants fans and Eagles fans, we can all relate. We can be like, yeah, we're the only three teams, or the only two teams, sorry, that defeated the New England Patriots during their dominance, so that's something that you, not a lot of teams can say. But anyway, back to the topic at hand: New England Patriots down ten in the fourth quarter. They, Tom Brady, Julian Edelman lead the charge. A lot of people don't talk about Julian Edelman. Julie, Julian Edelman during these past three Super Bowls with the New England Patriots, arguably the best wide receiver, most clutch, one of the clutches wide receivers in. Over this past decade, he's he's shown up in the biggest moments in the Super Bowl. That Super Bowl, he had 10 catches in that Super Bowl. So Julian Edelman was killing it. But go ahead, touchdown. Came down to the final play. Seattle Seahawks, they have the ball at the one-yard line. You have a beast mode, Marshawn Lynch. There's about 20 seconds left on the clock. Hand him the damn ball. But instead, they didn't. And what the Seattle Seahawks did was they threw a quick slant, Malcolm Brock, uh, Malcolm Butler, not Malcolm Brogdon, jeez, <laughs> Malcolm Butler picks him off. Brady wins his fourth Super Bowl, and that, and at the time, he lost his previous two because the Giants beat him back to back Super Bowls. So like a lot of people were saying, "Oh my goodness!" Like Tom Brady is now three and two in the Super Bowl. He's really starting to could he could he catch Montana? And that Super Bowl really that gave him his fourth ring and that really solidified Brady and put him in the Joe Montana discussion. And that really showed right there that it really shows you football it's all about the key plays. And that play is definitely in is going to be in the top 50 all time Super Bowl moments, easily top 10. Because of that interception and the magnitude and ever since that play, ever since that that play, Seattle has never been the same. Yes, they've had a couple postseason runs, but they have not been the same. Richard Sherman and everyone left because they just lost the whole locker room. Lost, lost hope in their coach from that play, and that was really the that was really the start of the dismantle of the Legion of Boom. And my number one Super Bowl of the decade hands down, this is an easy decision, 2015-2016, no, I apologize, 2016-2017 season, the New England Patriots defeated the Atlanta Falcons 34-28, to and this is the classic, Atlanta was up 28-3, completely dominated New England, and then Tom Brady just finds a way. And this show this is and this shows you again, Tom Brady is one of the most clutches athletes of all time. Right up there with Tiger Woods, right up there with Michael Jordan. Obviously, Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan are more clutcher than Tom Brady because they've done it more. And also they and also Tiger and also Michael Jordan has never lost in the finals. But Brady, that Super Bowl was his fifth ring, and that put him in that discussion. Just being in that discussion is an honor, as one of the most clutchest athletes of all time. That solidified it right there. That that definitely put Tom Brady, in my opinion, that put him ahead of Kobe. To so all my Kobe lovers, I get it. I understand. Kobe won five rings, and his in his two, he won Game Seven of the 2010 NBA Finals. But Brady won six, and his fifth ring was. The icing on the cake for Tom Brady—it was coming back, winning the only Super Bowl that went into overtime in Super Bowl history. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, down twenty-eight to three, late third quarter, unanswered. I, 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 it's, it's, it's shocking to this day. Thirty-one unanswered points, and if you're on the other sideline, how do you stop that? Atlanta's defense was gassed They were on the field for over 100 plays To put it in perspective When Clemson won that championship that same year Dabo Sweeney said the secret Of defeating the uh, Alabama defense Was getting keeping them on the field for at least 90 plays Once you hit that 90 play mark You get gassed and you are tired and then the Atlanta offense just could not get back into gear. So, to recap my top 10 Super Bowls, I went with Seattle and Denver at 10, Patriots, Rams at 9, Broncos, Panthers, 8, Giants, Patriots, 7, Chiefs, 49ers, 6, Packers, Steelers, 5, Eagles, Patriots, 4, Ravens, 49ers, 3. Patriots Seahawks 2, and Patriots Falcons 1. If you guys agree or disagree, feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, just search Swoop Radio, and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SwoopRadio underscore. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Stay safe out there, guys. And this is Josh. Signing off. Swoop.